could Texas A&M be next year's version of TCU on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And by now, everyone is familiar with what TCU is doing this season. We've talked about TCU a little bit on this show and the way that they've been able to execute this year and what they've been able to accomplish. And the season Max Duggan is having a quarterback for that team. And now they've gone into the college football playoff as a pretty significant, you know, seen as an underdog against big, bad Michigan from the Big Ten. And they ran right past them. And now they are in the national championship to face another big, bad SEC team this time in the Georgia Bulldogs. and. To rewind the clock back 12 months, the TCU Horn Frogs were coming off of a five and seven, and, and pause me if, or stop me if this sounds familiar. They were coming off of a five and seven season in which they were three and six in their conference. And one of the they had a defensive head coach in Gary Patterson, and yet were 118th of 130 teams in the country in terms of opponents scoring against them, and were middle of the pack in offensive results. Should sound relatively familiar to AM fans as A&M was relatively good on defense with an offensive head coach, 27th in the country, but 101st in the country in offensive scoring. While they were 5-7 and seven overall, and 2-6 and six had six losses in the conference. Borderline, identical seasons for TCU in 2021 and Texas A&M in 2022. And as we sort of start to examine it a little bit further, what TCU did is they let go of the head coach. That's obviously not happening with Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher is going to be the head coach. But with that, accompanying that, came a new offensive and defensive coordinator. Now, the approach that Garrett Riley takes on offense is not that dissimilar to the approach taken by the previous staff at TCU, but definitely a much higher emphasis on quarterback play. In 2021, 
TCU quarterbacks, TCU as a team, did not throw for 3,000 yards as a team. Basically 2,900 yards as a team. In 2022, Max Duggan, the quarterback, the Heisman runner-up, all of those sorts of things, completed 64% of his passes for over 3,500 yards, 32 touchdowns, and six interceptions. More of an emphasis on passing the ball. He threw the ball 400 times this year. In 2021, they threw the ball right at about 300 or 315 times. So much heavier dedication. Now they have played two more games than they played last year, et cetera, et cetera, because of the conference championship and the college football playoff game. But 31 pass attempts per game in 2022 versus 25 pass attempts per game, 26, excuse me, pass attempts per game in 2021. So a change in offensive philosophy, a change in the way they approach the game, and a little bit of talent influx from the transfer portal, which we'll talk about that here in a later segment about what A&M is doing there, and a new approach CEO type head coach who is, Sonny Dykes is and does have an offensive background. In fact, as we pay tribute to Mike Leach this week and with everything that's gone on over the course of the last couple of months and Mississippi State with the pirate flag on their helmet, super cool. Sonny Dykes was on that staff at Texas Tech that is one of those staffs now that you look back at and you just look at all the guys on that staff and Dana Holderson was there and Lincoln Riley was there and Sonny Dykes was there and um, all these other guys who have gone through and gone on as players and coaches um, then and now are coaches all over the country. Um, Sonny Dykes was part of that. So he has an offensive background, but has an offensive play caller that he believes in that allows him to be the CEO head coach. That is what this college football world really needs at this point. Um, So what do you think? Can Texas A&M be in 2023 what TCU was in 2022? I think there's a chance. I think that with the right offensive coordinator hire, and I, we'll talk about it later on this week about how much the actual person that they hire matters. It is a very important hire for them to make. Um, but we'll talk about whether it matters as much who that guy is versus the fact that they are adding that guy. Next segment, right after I tell you guys about our awesome sponsor for the show, we're going to talk about what AM has done in the last couple of days, the last week or so, in terms of adding talent to the program officially, or as officially as it gets at this point. But first, 
I got to tell you guys about adding talent to your organization and your small business. And as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. All the talent that you add to your organization matters. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. I have been hired, told you guys multiple times, based on my LinkedIn profile and interaction with hiring managers through LinkedIn. The screening questions are an amazing way to help applicants and seekers and talent hunters um, find the right people for the job. And that's what LinkedIn Jobs really helps you do, helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools that go beyond resume data using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million, yes, that's right, 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies may not have been as busy on the hiring front as we would have liked them to be in terms of hiring an offensive coordinator, but they have been busy in terms of adding talent to their program in really important places and in really important ways. Now, the most important one of those additions is the fact that, as we discussed, David Hicks, DJ Hicks, did in fact sign his national letter of intent to play at AM. Five-star, top 10 prospect in the country, one of the best, if not the best, defensive linemen in the country, in the 2022 class, or 2023 class, excuse me, dominating at the Under Armour All-America game this week. He signed his national letter of intent, as we all expected him to, but was, had some stuff going on that caused him to not sign on early signing day, but is officially an Aggie. 
another guy that they were able to earn a commitment from for the 2023 class is Raymond Cottrell, the wide receiver from Florida, who was previously committed to Georgia, but as of Monday, Raymond had flipped his commitment and is now committed to Texas A&M. The plan is for him to sign in February during that signing period and enroll and be ready to rock and roll. And that's another big get, 6'2", 200-pound wide receiver from Florida, big, strong pass catcher who runs track, has speed, not necessarily that elite, you know, Devon A. Chain, 100-meter college-level track speed, but low 11s on the 100-meter dash in high school as an 11th grader and plays, is going to be a really good, big-bodied wide receiver for A&M in a really important spot. Add Raymond to what you have in Micah Tease coming in and what you have with Evan Stewart and Moose Muhammad and Noah Thomas and potentially Anaya Smith that we haven't heard anything about in terms of going to the draft. Add him to that group of guys, and now you're starting to see the wide receiver position really get fleshed out really well for A&M. Another position that they have desperately needed an influx of talent after the transfer portal season started and there was a mass exodus of this position is cornerback. And after they had the 2022 class of the, the unbelievable class that they put together, they simply came in and in the transfer portal over the last week or so added another guy who was a top 50 recruit in the 2022 recruiting class. Very high four-star player. Sam McCall played at Florida State this last year, played in eight games, played corner. He's about 6'1", big corner, long reach, supremely athletic, ball skills for days, all of those sorts of things. Huge get for him or for AM there. But even the biggest get in the transfer portal is Tony Grimes, who committed to AM a while ago and is now going to be paired. I mean, they just added, AM just added between McCall and Grimes two starting level cornerbacks who played in the ACC coming over. One of them's a former five-star recruit in Grimes. One of them is a former four-star top 50 in the country recruit in McCall. And they are now in the fold with 
the AM secondary with another guy, Damani Richardson, who gave AM fans all over a happy new year when he announced that he was going to use his bonus year of eligibility due to the fact that he was in school during the COVID year. He has a bonus fifth year of eligibility, and he was going to use it to come back and play for A&M in 2023. So Damani Richardson will be back for a fifth year. Bryce Anderson, who had an unbelievable true freshman season, will be back. Tyree Chappelle, who was a starter in 2022, will be back. Tony Grimes, now in the fold. Sam McCall, now in the fold. Bravion Rogers and Javon Thomas in the fold. Plenty of guys, plenty of talent in the secondary for AM. Jordan Gilbert still in the fold. I'm missing guys, but that's because there's enough of them that it's taken. I, I can't name them all. Big time gets in the secondary, big time get at the wide receiver spot for Jimbo Fisher for Texas A&M. Big time get up front. And we've got one more 2023 target that we're going to talk about in terms of who could be on the Aggies radar, who could be the next guy to commit to A&M as a high school recruit. That guy's name, that 2023 recruit's name is Caden Jones. Caden Jones is a massive six foot eight, 305, I believe, pound offensive tackle from Louisiana. He's only a three star recruit right now, but he is one of those guys who because of the size and the length is has upside at the talent position that is very difficult to come by. And when one of the things about this A&M 2023 recruiting class is that they have very high upside in the offensive line room. We've talked about these guys a lot. TJ Shanahan, Chase Basantis, Colton Thomason, Nikhil Batran, those guys. But each one of all, all four of those guys are probably interior offensive linemen or right tackles only. And there's something about getting one of those guys that is, I mean, the size speaks for itself. Six eight three, according to twenty four seven three twenty five. The size, the athleticism, all of the things that it takes to play left tackle at the highest levels. This guy has the parts of that that you can't teach, and that gives him the really really high upside. That is really hard to come by, because. We hear it every year when it comes to the NFL draft, and it happens with, with these high school guys too, is that this guy played tackle, but at the next level, he's going to project inside to guard. And we've seen it. You know, T.J. Shanahan was a guard. Chase Basantis – or excuse me, T.J. Shanahan was a tackle. Chase Basantis was a tackle. Uh, Colton Thomason was a tackle. Nikhil Betrand, tackle. 
those guys, most of those guys project inside to guard or some at right tackle. It's really hard to find these guys who are true offensive tackles, and that's what Caden Jones is. He is committing on January the 7th during the Army All-America game that is coming up that weekend. Um, He was in College Station for his visit the week of the week right before early signing day, the the big visit week when everybody was in town. So it will be interesting to see A&M's up against Florida in this recruitment, which is interesting because in the latest rankings after adding Raymond Cottrell to the list, A&M and Florida are right next to one another in the rankings. A&M actually jumped Florida and is 12th overall in the 24-7 rankings with Florida now 13th um, after that Cottrell commitment. And so it's going to be really interesting how that one plays out. Um, he's from Louisiana. Will he want to stay closer to home? He's from New Orleans. Will he want to stay closer to home in College Station? Will he want to go to Florida? We will see. We will find out how that plays out over next weekend. We will bring you all the updates right here at Locked on Aggies. Guys, we thank you so much for listening, for watching. Um, I'm your host, Joey Ikes. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can find the show on Twitter at Locked on Aggies. You can find us on YouTube at Locked on Aggies there. And we're so thankful for you guys. Happy New Year to everyone. And we will see you next time.